Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Stronger, Healthier, and Happier, the official podcast of Hill Family Chiropractic. I'm Michael, and I'm joined, as always, by Dr. Jared Hill, Woo! owner, CEO, founder of Hill Family Chiropractic in Branson, Missouri, in case you're not from here and you're listening to us, like our friend in the UK, Yeah, which is, which is pretty cool. Hey, and speaking of that, you got your got the 20 anniversary. 20-year anniversary. Yeah, that was last on. year. Last year. We're, we are, yeah past 20 years of business in the Branson Amazing. area. That's Crazy. a lot of people been served. Fun. Yeah, pretty great. Pretty awesome. And uh, yeah, so we're glad you guys are here. We're continuing our series on getting better results faster, uh, getting what to do, what not to do, to get the most out of your chiropractic care and to increase the just overall health of your life, right? Becoming yeah, what? With- stronger, healthier, and happier. Yeah, whether you're a patient, or not here, or even get chiropractic care or not, hopefully you can learn some strategies on how to better take care of yourself. Yeah, definitely. That's the goal, and that's what we're trying to do. And so um, just, uh, I wanted to start by asking you a question. We kind of been updating each other on a week, but week to week, not that much happens, maybe. Um, just more work, right? So uh, I was going to ask you just a, que- just a question about your life, and here's what, I, here it is. You ready? <laughs> let's, let's hear it. Are you ready? All right. Uh, <laughs> What is like the worst accident you've ever been in? The worst accident. Well, man, we have just one, just, <laughs> just one accident. Yeah, <laughs> I guess, I guess uh, you may well, have a bunch. I've but... had a lot of, I've lived hard of okay. like just sports activities, snowmobile accidents, skiing, water skiing, snow skiing, motorcycle wrecks, bike wrecks, you know, just, just fun stuff trampolines and growing up um so but i would say one thing that stood out in my mind was pretty traumatic to my body was i broke my femur Ooh, um that's the big one right in your leg the big bone yeah yeah yikes snapped it into skiing um did this not very smart don't try this at home kids if uh trying to backflip getting pulled behind a three-wheeler with my friends in wyoming kind of like you're skiing behind the uh, three-wheeler and then uh you veer off the side we made this huge 10-foot jump um oh, no. with snow and you'd hit that jump and we do all kinds of tricks well we decided to start doing backflips well my first time trying didn't go so well so i came around and then uh, didn't quite make it all the way so i bent backwards in half my left ski broke my right femur snapped in two and um but the worst thing that uh was my um, I compressed and destroyed the disc in the very bottom of my spine too. So temporarily paralyzed laying there in the snow. I'm like, what did I just do? I was in a lot of pain, but also just the main thing, the fear of not being able to move. So like uh, my legs and stuff like that. So, um, and anyway, long story short is, uh, thank the Lord that my dad was a chiropractor because the, uh, they didn't think that I'd be able to do competitive sports and really be able to be active uh, from all the injury that I had. And but he uh, took care of me, so that's really one of the things that kind of helped inspire me to um, really seriously start thinking about chiropractic as a potential career, just because how my dad helped me. So that's awesome. Yeah. So there you go. Well, yeah, that's great. What about you? Oh man, see, I've lived a much less. <laughs> High intense life than you. High intensity. Different, different personalities. Yeah. The sports thing. I played baseball, but I hurt some fingers playing baseball. <laughs> uh, I lived where there was no skiing. We were in uh, southeastern New Mexico growing up. So uh, I, I 
almost drowned a couple times in the canal. That's it. But as far as hurting myself, I did one time uh, climb real high up into a tree. And we have these trees there. I don't even know what kind they are, but there's a lot of, you know, the trees around here, it's like if you want to climb a tree, you've got to weasel through all the little bitty branches. We had some trees there that the lower sections were just huge space between branches. So you could climb up really high before you had to really weasel your way through some difficult, you know, uh, obstacles, I guess. And so anyway, I was climbing up pretty high in this big tree and it was in the backyard of my grandmother's house. We had been playing back there and I was really high up and I lost my footing or somehow I slipped and I fell down. Somehow didn't hit any branches on the way down, but I did land flat on my back on a on a folding chair, a metal Ooh. folding chair, and it flattened it. Like the pressure of me hitting it yeah. broke the chair and flattened it. So uh, I That's didn't what's hit wrong my with your spine. As yeah, we right. Checked it out <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, I don't think I hurt my head. And you definitely well, did. <laughs> there's questions. That's, That's question mark. It, it explains a lot. It does explain <laughs> a lot. But I definitely, I definitely could have used a chiropractor at that point. Right. But yeah, I hit hard, and, and I was pretty young. I think I was like six or seven. And uh, I remember, I do remember laying there and then opening my eyes and my grandpa being right there who, who worked at the hospital and he took me to get x-rays and nothing was broken somehow. But yeah, that was, that's the biggest one I remember other than getting a center block brick thrown at me and it hitting me in the head and I had to have 19 stitches. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. We've been playing a couple war. Good, you war with cinder blocks. Well, nobody I haven't played that kid, game. That one kid on the block. <laughs> Gotcha. He had the center block uh, like wedge. It was a triangle that was a broken concrete block. Right? Yeah, uh-huh. And he's, he yells, grenade, <laughs> throws the thing. I watch it bounce <laughs> yeah. and hit me right in the forehead. And I still have like a, a tender spot right there on my forehead from where that hit me. And a little scar under my eyebrow. But 19 stitches. Yeah. There was a lot of blood from what I understand. I don't really remember it. That's crazy. But well. yeah. You survived. I survived. And, but that, that, the reason we're telling you stories, right? There's is... a reason. Because this number seven on our series, the seventh episode of this series, <laughs> is about trauma, right? It's about the traumas yes, we go. Not exactly. necessarily emotional trauma. That, that's a completely different podcast. But it's the physical trauma we go through in our lives. Because we've been, we, we started off last week talking about the three T's, which are what? Your uh, thoughts, toxins, and trauma. Okay, thank you. I wasn't quizzing you. I was asking to make sure I had it right. Yep, you got it. Because uh, I made the notes. I was making sure they were correct. Because uh, I know you know. But uh, yeah, our thoughts are toxin, toxins and trauma. And so if we talk about the, uh, we talked about toxins and we talked about thoughts last week a little bit. But I wanted to save the trauma because it was kind of a big one. And though it may seem obvious, there's some stuff about it that doesn't seem that obvious. For instance, right. if I fell out of a tree when I was six or seven years old, right? I land flat on my back. Uh, I experience whatever pain and soreness I may have experienced that I don't really remember now, but I, I'm going, I didn't go to a chiropractor because that wasn't a thing in the late 80s, early 90s, in our family at least. And so, you know, I don't, I don't know what happened. I probably was given some Tylenol and told to rest until it felt better. Right. And so did that trauma to my body impact me later on in life? Is that possible that that's the case? Yeah, I mean, that we see that... Um every day looking at patients is they wonder why we're asking um, what kind of traumas they had when they were younger right. because when we start doing x-rays and evaluating their spine, 
we see things that happen clear back in childhood that is now causing a lot of problems later on. Um, because you just think about, let's say if it's landed on your back and you shifted a vertebra that was not functioning well, and then your body through baseball and sitting and all the things in your life, it just not quite functioning hundred percent. So then that over time starts causing wear and tear, and then your body's trying to cope and adapt to that through the muscles, the ligaments, the tendons, and the joint and all the stuff to where it starts causing more wear and tear and arthritis and degeneration. So then years down the line, we see the effects of that. And so versus if you had, uh, like a lot of patients, if they had gone to the chiropractor, it's been shown that of course you get the spine to be realigned and functioning well, and it helps prevent the arthritis and degeneration and, and so forth. But, but I think the main question you had is the timestamp. Um, it yeah. definitely makes a big difference. Of, um, that's one of the, one of the many reasons we see so many families and kids, uh, um, and newborns and babies and so forth is the sooner we can take care of it, the better off quality of life for the long term. Most of the problems we see in ad- adults happen when they're in childhood. Gotcha. So, so we're talking about accidents like that, falling. What are some other uh, car accident, uh, something like that? Um, yeah, you, yeah. So th- the the big ones we have the macro traumas and we have yes. micro traumas. Macro traumas we look at like the big incidents, like we were just talking about those big accidents, uh, which are common sense that it's going to be causing a, a blunt trauma to our spine. And we can see how that can cause a subluxation, which we broke down in an, uh, some of our previous episodes of where it's the spine not moving well and it's causing an interference or disturbance within the nervous system, not allowing the body to heal and repair and communicate right. And then it can actually start impacting organs and glands or the nerves controlling your arms, your legs, and so forth, right? So there's these traumas that can occur, like we talked about falling on our head or bike wrecks, motorcycle, and on and on. But there's, uh, I think what a lot of people are unaware is the micro traumas, right? Uh, the micro traumas are the day in and day out uh, routine stresses to the body that we may not be aware that's happening. Um, and it actually starts changing our posture or putting stress to our spine. Okay. So what would be something that is a micro trauma, like a specific example, something that maybe that I would do that would be micro trauma for me? Um, working on the computer. Oh, I do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) so like for example, uh, you know, as you're typing away and you're, you're, you're working on the computer and, uh, that posture of hunched over and not that you, I'm sure you have perfect form. I work in a chiropractic office. I sit perfectly, perfect posture all day long. Then you should probably have a stand up desk if you're working in a chiropractic (laughs) office. Oh (laughs) yeah. That's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) We'll work on that. Okay. 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 So, uh, we have that with our front desk, but Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, um, with that though, sitting is another one is sitting for jobs. Just in general, sitting creates a tremendous amount of pressure and stress to the lower back of the spine. But then usually when we're sitting, they're doing things where our head is going forward and it causes more of a hunch forward, um, a flexion posture. All these things start creating a lot of stress, but these are just your everyday life stuff, whether it's even, you know, they have the thing called text neck, right? Um, tech neck, text neck, uh, basically, you know, if you look around, there's pictures all the time about families at restaurants or the kids in the line of the bus, you know, their head is bent down and it's causing forward head posture. And why is that important? Well, we've kind of shared some of those, the research from that of our posture and how that impacts our overall health. It puts a stress on your spine, starts to impact your nervous system, but it's these repetitive things that we uh, find ourselves doing. Gotcha. So, so something like how you work, 
how you sit when you work or when you drive, I think could be another one, right? Like somebody who drives a lot, which yeah, I think we see that some in the office guys who say, yeah, I'm a truck driver and they have a kind of common denominator with like lower back problems and things like that too, right? right? So like the pressure on the, from the sitting, but then a lot of the people will wear like a, a wallet yeah. an inch thick and they're sitting on that on one side and we're adjusting and adjusting to balance out their pelvis and their hips and the lower back. And then it keeps coming back. We're like, what is going on? And you see this worn out spot on the back of their jeans and they're like, do you sit with this wallet? You know? So anyway, um, little things like that can really help make a big difference to help the adjustment hold or to balance out or create less stress to the yeah. lower back. I've, I've, uh, I've held, I've carried my wallet in my front pocket for about the last 11 or 12 years because of you telling me, Hey, don't put that in your back pocket anymore. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that's a, that's a great example. Plus sleeping, you know, I mean, some people can sleep in weird positions, right? Yeah. So, and that's a tough one to break. Uh, yeah. We have a lot of patients, you know, um, unfortunately they sleep on their stomach, which is the mm. worst. Uh, okay. When you sleep on your stomach, you have to turn your head one way or the other. Uh, and it creates this for like eight hours, <laughs> right? If you're sleeping enough. Right. Which I don't. But. And usually the hips come up and our body starts to twist to, and contort to kind of compensate, but it really puts a major stress for hours and hours we're training our body to be a certain way. And then we go, and somebody can go to the chiropractor and expect, hey, I'm off balance here in my neck or my lower back and we can adjust it. And then we go right back to sleeping the same way that's contorted. It doesn't want to hold the adjustment very well, sure. right? So, I mean, you know, sleeping is a great example of that. And then with pillows, right? So that's a, oh, uh, yeah. a, big, a big thing that can occur is everybody's asked, well, what kind of mattress, what kind of pillow should I use? And, um, well, we've got this excellent uh, mattress for sale, uh, dollars <laughs> <laughs> $1,999.99, only if you call today. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, what I recommend, basically, if you lay in your your bed and you you fall down to the hole where you normally sleep, it may be time for uh. to twist your mattress or shift it or get a new mattress, right? That's we want to have it supportive to where uh, yeah, you, for your spine, but it doesn't have to be concrete. And, and if, if it's too loose, then it's not maybe supporting your curves very well. So usually we find something in the media and where it's a little bit more firm, but it has some cushions. So some people have more of a firm bed and they throw a memory couple inch memory foam topper on it to help it feel a little better, but it's still supportive to their spine. That usually works for a lot of people. Um, and then when it comes to uh, pillows, you know, like we said, uh, a side or your back is the best way to sleep, not on your stomach. So on your side, if you're a side sleeper, you want to just think about if you have two or three pillows, then your head is tilted and cranked one direction. Or if you don't, ha don't have a pillow, then it's falling down because your shoulder is keeping your, your head up. So um, so it puts a lot of stress. So you just think about, you want to have it level, you know, just basic, um, kind of like in a sense, common sense of we want to, we're going to be sleeping in these positions for, for hours on end, try to find a position that is putting less stress to your spine. So a, a pillow that is the height of the shoulder. And, um, so that way when you're sleeping there, it doesn't cause as much stress to your neck and your shoulder. So here's a question. Uh, I may have ulterior motives for you answering this question a certain way. Because I'll show my wife this answer. Is it necessary to have like five pillows in there in bed with you while you sleep? Like completely wrapped in pillows? 
Um, definitely. That's part of uh, <laughs> feng shui. Uh, no, <laughs> that's not the answer I was going for. <laughs> that's probably why we have so many pillows on our bed. No, right. But when we're sleeping, we don't have them on there. Gotcha. <laughs> it's like one between the legs, one under the arm, one under <laughs> one under the head, and one behind you to keep you from rolling back. Well, hey, actually, that is a technique to help people yeah. to try to stay in the position, especially if they're trying to break a bad habit. And so. I think that's what it is, and it's good, and I support it. It's just funny. <laughs> it's like, are you in here somewhere? Yeah. Like yeah. you got yeah, all the pillows. I'm, I'm, it's hot in here because of all the insulation from all the pillows. <laughs> so I have to sleep on top of the blankets sometimes. No, uh, but well, you're healthy. <laughs> Maybe I'm not <laughs> because of how healthy you are. Just kidding. Uh, I can't talk bad. About yeah, her. on just her birthday. Yeah, that's birthday. right. Yeah, happy that. birthday, Melinda. Yeah, yeah. Just don't let her listen to this episode. You'll be good. Okay. I don't think she listens that's anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing too with the pillows while we're on it is um, back sleeping, uh, and a lot of good pillows are where they're you know they have cervical or, or lordotic uh, healthy pillows for the neck, which basically just allows that bend or that curve to occur in your uh, neck. So it's kind of like a lot of pillows will have that little hole or a divot to just to help support that curve. And that's um, not completely necessary, but it, it can help a lot of people um, with that. Uh, it, it doesn't do any correction on the curve. Like a lot of people will go, I, I got this cervical pillow, so that's going to help the straighten out my neck. I'm sorry, I wish that it was how easy it was, but that, that when that neck straightens out, it's going to take more than that soft little pillow. Now there are molding devices that are much more dense that can help facilitate that, and that's something that... We, we do we in our do office. Offer it yeah. in the office. Yeah, yeah. it uh, has helped a lot of people to do that molding of the neck to increase that curve. Awesome. So, so those are those micro traumas. So the the macro we're talking accidents, something obvious that people that those are the things that cause people to call us and come in in the first place, right? Nobody calls us and says, "Yeah, I've probably been sleeping wrong the last ten years. I should probably see a chiropractor." It's always, "I had a car accident," or "I slipped and fell on the ice," or something like that, right? Well, yeah, I mean, in a sense, but we do have, you know, think about a lot of people that, "Hey, I do this thing every day, washing my hair, and all of a sudden I can't turn my neck well, now," yeah. or I went to go pick up. Uh, or tie my shoe and all of a sudden I can't get up. And it's it's usually that is something that's been building up and building up and building up. It's like the last straw that broke the camel's back. And uh, so then you go in there and you look at, do an x-ray and you find that they've been dealing with, uh, they had a trauma 30 years ago in, in their lower back and then their body's coped with it and it was fine for years and years and it's all of a sudden now been causing some issues. And so kind of like what you were pointing to earlier is, that uh, that buildup of time. The longer the problem's been there, the more damage it can it can cause. And but so one thing I wanted to touch with that is our lifestyle, and because we're all going to have hobbies, you know, we have some people they knit, they they game, they do a lot of texting or their computers or their work on ours with a, as we're adjusting. We're on one side more than the other. The way we adjust, kind of depending on your dominant hand. And so there's certain moves and things we do. So like like a construction worker or somebody carrying a tray, like a, a waitress, there's so many things that throw us off balance and we're not going to be able to live this perfect robotic life, you know what I mean, That uh, to keep from causing stress to our body. But that's where, what do you think helps with that? What, what, what do we do to help combat that? We do, we exercise. Nice, good job, yeah. gold star. I say we, <laughs> uh, I do, I do. Yeah. Just not as consistent as I should. Well, we, we all we all have areas to improve. That's by. right, we do. And that's mine. Uh, the uh so well one thing with that though, just to kind of 
put things into perspective is we, through our hobbies, we like to do in our lives or our jobs or responsibilities, the way we sleep and our habits and things like that. There's a lot of things we can stop doing, like curling up on the couch a certain way when we watch our Netflix shows, right? But when it comes down to it, what's going to help is when we are exercising and stretching, it helps to strengthen those weak muscles that we're not using as much as one side compared to the other. And then also stretching to help stretch out and loosen up the ones that we're using a lot more, right? Yeah. So it helps to to balance out, not only to hold the adjustment better, right? If, but to hold the spine in a healthier position, much more durable and resilient so we can be able to live life and do more things without causing subluxation or, or more damage to the spine. Gotcha. So, uh, so with macro traumas, micro traumas, that sort of thing, those are those are things that there you really can't avoid a lot of them, right? Something while you're sleeping is hard to correct, or if you drive for a living, you just have to drive, right? Or sitting at a desk, like, or even even standing at a desk, leaning on one leg more than the other, or hunching down still while you type, or just the wrist bending the way it it may do. There's always something. So, but it's good to know, like, between uh, getting correction through chiropractic adjustments as well as exercise and stretching and that sort of thing you don't have to say well uh, traumas a you know micro and macro traumas are an issue that you're just going to deal with so i just have to live in pain and i'll just take a pain medicine to make sure it's not hurting me anymore there are things you can do about it that's encouraging yeah, yeah without a doubt i mean and the thing is is uh of course because just as you explaining our, our daily lives not just in the physical realm we're talking about we're un we're our bodies are getting a lot of stressed where Chiropractic can be a great thing to help um, to restore function and alignment and things like that. But the reason why our goal is to not see the same person for the same thing every day of their life, we want them to get stable and get better and change the trajectory of their life and their health. We um, don't like to see someone just coming in for the same problem over and over, right? We want them to progress, get better. And so uh, that's where understanding the ergonomics of the workspaces and how we're lifting and doing all that stuff and getting stronger and our, the muscles around our spine and so forth really help tremendously to uh, need us or, or chiropractors in general a lot less because their bodies are so much, their spine, their nervous system is much more durable and adaptive to whatever's coming its way. So you bet. Awesome. So that's awesome. And as we put, as we get patients through care and they get correction and they start to get into a, more of a wellness care, they do decrease the frequency, the amount of time they come into the office. You bet. And that happens quicker to those patients who are doing things outside of the office to maintain their health. You bet. I mean, yeah. that's what our, what we like. We, yeah, exactly. uh, we, I mean, because if you think about it, there's so many people right here in our small little community that, that need our care. I mean, we, we cannot take care of everybody with, with, and so the more we can help, um, people, get better and better results and then move on to the next people that are, are really needing, needing that immediate care. We can focus on them and it's uh, it's so much more rewarding. And that's why we opened up the whole fitness studio as well. And all the things that we're doing here with uh, the nutrition and the fitness and all the stretching and so forth, it's a lifestyle. You know, I always kind of like to say, you know, the more we're living a life or lifestyle, the way uh, God designed our body to, then um, they're going to need us less. Yeah. Right. But I've never met a perfect person that and i've never uh with our the world is not perfect so there's tremendous amounts of stress daily and weekly that build up on its own we don't need to have bad habits to add to it yeah that's good that's good so um well uh that's a great 
a great way to kind of leave off our, our conversation on traumas, the, the third T of the three T's, and uh, just uh, be encouraged that, yes, we all experience these traumas. We all have things that happened to us or things that we do to ourselves through the micro traumas that we put ourselves through. But, uh, but there's ways around the pain and there's ways to get through it. And so that's awesome and encouraging. Thank you, Dr. Hill. You bet. For taking some time. Uh, if you, quick question. Okay, quick question. Sorry, I was just noticing this right here. You're fidgeting with, I yeah. didn't know, is this a prop that we were, you were going to talk no, about? No, or I was... actually hung something on my wall earlier and I didn't know if I would need one or two nails. Oh. So I had a second nail here in my pocket. I thought maybe it was a prop that I want to make sure you didn't. No, uh, and if oh. I'm going to listen and speak well, I have to be fidgeting with something. <laughs> so I was fidgeting with it. So there it is. I have a nail in my hand. From all those hand injuries and finger injuries yeah, from yeah, the baseball. So. From baseball, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, you, you nailed it. You know how. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, if you enjoy the show, besides the jokes, um, you can uh, leave us a review on anywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I think uh, we're on Podbean is where we host our podcast. So you can leave a review there. There's all these different places. You can do that wherever you listen to them. And then uh, you can also comment on YouTube here. And we share... Uh, we share these on Facebook as well. So there's all those places you can comment. You can send us a question if you have any questions uh, at uh, info at hillfamilychiropractic.com. That's just info at hillfamilychiropractic.com. And we'll answer those questions for you here on the show. And maybe, who knows, maybe a good enough question. It could become a whole topic for an episode. You bet. Uh, which is great. But uh, yeah, we appreciate you uh, listening. We appreciate you watching if you're watching and uh, telling your friends about it and just sharing with somebody who can benefit from not only chiropractic care, but just some of the understanding of how our body works and the health side of things and uh, why something like fitness and nutrition might be important. So, awesome. 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 So thanks Go again. Go be stronger, healthier, and happier. Do it. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Right. Bye.